When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. I see you in. Cool. Awesome. Well, usually I would do an intro, but fuck that. I think I'm going to do something special for this. I think I'm going to kind of make it like a raw cut. Um, so it's it's part of the podcast, but it ain't going to have like all the cool music and shit. So, uh, you know, I'm just getting right into it. So I seen you posted uh, a video of you already kind of did a re- a review of Halloween Kills, right? Just a short, um, you know, spoiler free one. I didn't, I didn't really dive into it, but yeah, I did yeah, a short one. Which I did not watch because the day you posted it, I, I was kind of late. I was going to watch it uh, Friday um like earlier but the issue was i had a lot of shit that i had to do so i ended up watching it friday night which was even better but i was just i I really wanted to just get into it and uh so i'm just gonna ask what was your first uh reaction watching it um i fucking loved it (laughs) okay I, i loved it to me, there was a lot of good parts to it, but it also had uh, some parts that, you know, every movie is not going to be perfect. But um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to watch it again. I just felt like for how it was hyped, at least, I I don't know. It wasn't bad. I'm not going to sit here and say it was bad, but I wasn't like blown away from it. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did, did you watch all the trailers and did you read up on all the things about the movie and everything like that? Did you do all that? So I didn't read a whole lot just cause like, I didn't want to, I watched the trailers, but I didn't want to one second. Um, I did not want to really watch. I mean, I did, I didn't try to read a whole lot cause I just didn't want to know more than what I wanted to if that makes sense. I just wanted to go into it fresh. Like, you know, like this is what's what, um, I read an article today and it, it, it's good. It, it, it's like the ups and downs. I don't know if you read any articles after the movie, but it was on what, what culture, the five ups and the five downs and I, and I'll just go over it and, you know, and we'll see if, um, you feel the same way. So the five, one of the downs and this one, I kind of agreed on. Maybe I need to watch it again before I can really say so. It suffers from an awkward middle sequel syndrome. Uh, uh, explain how, how do they, what, what do they 
say how it does? Um, well, um, basically from what I read on that, it just said how it felt like it was drug out with some of the plots. Um, and you know, it just had in the, how everything was left wide open at the end, which of course I felt like they kind of had to do that just cause you know, there's one more after this in this, in this trilogy of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Um, like, like I said, maybe I need to watch it again, but, uh, there, there was a lot of spaces in the movie that kind of had me scratching my head. Um, and then the next thing he said, there was not enough Lori. That's I, I'm going to disagree on that one because that's that to me, not for you, but for whoever wrote that article to me, is yeah. that, that tells me they have they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. They're like they were literally, you know, Joe Schmo, you know, coming in hired to write an article on a movie that they know nothing about and a franchise they know nothing about because it was very clear from the get go. I mean, everybody knew that going into this movie that Jamie Curtis was barely going to be in it. And Laurie yeah. Strode, the character, was barely going to be in it. That was a known fact. And I was actually, I was surprised about how much we got of Laurie Strode in this Exactly, movie. of her being you know, even we conscious got, and even yeah. like doing stuff. I didn't um, expect to see her at all. I expected to see a couple of scenes. That's it. We got way more than I was anticipating. And yeah. to me, it's like she's in the hospital. She's stabbed. She's drugged up. Just like the original Halloween 2. There's if you need if you're gonna have Michael do his thing and then like basically this movie basically was a Michael movie where he just goes on a rampage kind of akin to like Halloween four Halloween six and like Rob Zombie's Halloween two you can't have Laurie Strode hunting down she's got to take a back seat and it makes sense because she's in the hospital so if they're gonna say that critique of it is there's no Laurie not enough Laurie Strode they have no idea what the hell they're talking about yeah and that I will agree with you on I feel like she wasn't used um, overly you know I feel like. I'm glad that they didn't use her too much in this movie just because of all the other characters that were introduced and whatnot mm-hmm. of all of the original, you know, cast. Um, yeah. And um, I, and one thing I, I loved and the first shot of the movie, I kind of felt that Hawkins didn't die, you know, after, you know, he was stabbed and ran over. Now, did I expect him to have any role in this movie? I didn't think I thought he would be in a coma if, if I'm being honest. Um, so, you know, the fact that, uh, he kind of took on the responsibility for Michael, um, you know, still being alive cause he had the shot. No, I mean, Loomis had the shot and then, you know, he's like, no, I can't let you, you know, kill this guy. And also what did you think about the character at the beginning of the flashback? of that look just like Loomis and them trying to bring that back into it. It was a cool way to do it. I mean, I think they didn't need to uh, show the, like the guy up, up close. I mean, far away. It looked just like him. It looked just like him up close. You can kind of see, but apparently that was all, that was all prosthetics. That was an uh, actor that CGI they used. Almost. No, no, they didn't do CGI. They okay. did. Um, They did uh, use an actor that looked like him. And they put um, like prosthetics, like uh, practical effects. They put like makeup on them uh, and everything like that. So, I mean, I give them, I give them credit for actually pulling it off with, with practical effects and not CGI and deep baking and stuff. But I mean, 
to do the up close shot. That was it probably like it kind of took us out of it a little bit. It took me, I was kind of just like, uh, you can kind of see it, but I, I mean, that's small. I mean, so it's like, it's whatever. I mean, I, I thought they did a good job. I mean, the whole, all the flashback scenes were just awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, the only slight critique I have in that. Okay. The, 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 the mask that was used in the flashback scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like they could have did a little more detail on that's it. That's the only issue slightly I have with it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I thought without having the William Shatner mold, which they, they want to use, but they just, I think whoever, I think either William Shatner or the company who owns the mold or whatever for the original mask, they want like an obscene amount of money to use the of mold. Of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, without getting that action, well, I think they did a pretty good job of making it look like the original mask. Um, but I mean, that's just, that's just me. I mean, I think they did a pretty good job of it. You know? So, I mean, yeah. So fast forward a little bit after that. I thought it was interesting how um, they try to have it seem like Michael wasn't obsessed with Lori. You yeah. know, they, they try to kill that. And like, he doesn't care about you. He didn't come for you. His doctor brought him because his doctor exactly. was the one that was obsessed with it. I've I've been um, saying that. I've been saying that for forever. I mean, you look at all the message boards and stuff on like uh, Facebook and everything. And I was going to do a Halloween 2018 explain video where I went into detail about all the different stuff, but I didn't know if people were going to be interested in it or whatnot. And now I'm thinking about even doing it still. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, there's, look, there's a lot more to be said now. Now oh, that we absolutely. know, it would be perfect. Yeah, I mean, I said it from the get-go. Halloween 1978, he was sort of like his target was Laurie Strode. And yeah. he picked off people on the way to Laurie Strode. But after that, in 2018, it's like, you know, people, there were people still who were like, oh, it doesn't make sense why he would still go after Laurie Strode 40 years later if they're not related. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, he doesn't go after Laurie Strode. That's the thing. If you watch the movie, he never really goes after Laurie Strode. Yeah. yeah, no, he, I mean, she shoots at him. He still doesn't go after her. He, Do you remember yeah. that scene? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah, once as they find, once as they get to the house, and she shoots out the window. Then he goes down the stairs, and yeah, she, with that big ass revolver of hers, mm-hmm. puts that yeah. bullet in him. And then yeah, he just vanished. He just he um, gets shot in the shoulder. He doesn't even flinch. He does. He just doesn't go after him. But it, now so, I think it's personal. Now I think he's like the whole family has to die almost in his eyes. He's like, going after everybody and anything. He, he's, yeah. I, he's one pissed, thing. Yeah. One thing I noticed this time around, which was different. He has no conscience, right? He has like, he's sort of like a blank slate. He's just like, you know, the blackest eyes and shit like that. But like after 2018 and the ending of 2018 in this movie, you get the sense that he, he's still moving like a cat. He's still moving. Like he's, he has no conscience. He's not like, He's still gliding and moving like, 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 like there's nothing there, but he is angry. He has like, it's like, he's pissed about the end of 2018. And it's like, now he has a vendetta. He's kind of like motherfucker, you know? Yeah, so like, it's crazy. Um, yeah. And let's go to the opening, like the first major killing of the movie of him walking out of the house, looking almost like the effects and everything on that and him just coming out. 
not saying it, he's a superhero, but the way they did that, they try to me, they try to make him this larger than life character coming out of that house. And to me, it almost looked like a hero production in the way that they would introduce, um, you know, some major hero. If I'm, if that makes sense, the way he mm-hmm. came out with the, like when the, when the fight, when the firefighters got there yeah. and, you know, he just comes out looking like he means business and then yeah. he just chops everybody up, which was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what did you think about that opening scene? I, well, first of all, I, just to be clear and transparent, I did not watch any of the trailers. I saw some production stills. The only, produ- the only trailer I saw was the teaser trailer, uh, 30 second teaser trailer from last year. Uh, that's yeah. it. I didn't see anything else. So I saw a couple of production stills because I couldn't avoid them on, you know, social media, whatnot, but I have not, I didn't go into any of that. So I kind of had an idea that it was going to be like that, but I had no idea how it was going to play out. And a lot of these scenes were going to play out. So watching it on the big screen and like the Dolby theater that I saw it in at AMC, okay. it was insane. Every, every scene was insane. But as far as that opening scene with the firefighters, bro, that was, I mean, that was so goddamn cool. I mean, look, here's the deal. Is like, is it, is it the 1978 movie anymore? No. And is it going to be like that anymore? No. no. And is it, but is it like, is it making him like the more like, like there's this larger life character? Yeah. But I think that's to the point now where it's like, that, that's what he is now. Like he's not, he's not the, the, 1978 Michael anymore. And you can't do the, the same movie you did in 78. You but just can't thing- do that movie anymore. But the thing I love about this is it doesn't feel like they're trying to push it on us. Like this still feels organic to who he is, you know? And, you know, it's crazy. The people that wrote Pineapple Express and shit have a better grasp on Halloween than previous, you know, sequels after the first and second one. Yeah, because they're huge Halloween fans. Yeah. And, but yeah, so it it's crazy. Sense. I would never imagine, you know, the people that have created these dra- like these comedy dramas came out and it's it to me it's amazing what these people have done. Um what to you was your favorite kill in the movie? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um there was <sighs> there was a lot of them. There was a lot. <laughs> um there was a lot. I I don't even I mean, the one that sticks out to me, it's not even that big a deal, but the one that sticks out is like the the guy that he kept on stabbing after the fact with his wife kind of like, you know, Watching. sort of like, yeah, yeah, dude, like he, it was like he, somebody said it was like Michael trying to pick out, somebody said it was like Michael doing, like setting up his scene that he usually does, but you actually got to sort of see a little bit of it in the background because it kind of blurted it out. But it also was, somebody said it was Michael picking out his knife. Like he was going through the knife, picking out which one that he wanted to use. Either way, it was eerie as hell because he, when you watch the scene play out, it wasn't like he was stabbing because he was angry or stabbing because he just was like, you know, just, you know, full rage or whatever, like you see Jason or somebody else there. He just, you got the sense that when he was moving, that he just is almost like robotic, but he was like, it wasn't like too stiff. He was still moving. Like David, uh, the guy who plays James Jude Courtney. He's done a phenomenal job. Yeah. He was, this is incredible. 
smooth. But like, I think when the way it's it was playing done, out, he might be the best Michael they had. If you know, if the last movie does justice, you know, because Castle obviously he's going to have that special place in everyone's heart because he was the original and he set the tone for how the shape should be. But yeah, James, man, he's it's it's crazy what what he's been able to do in these two movies. Yeah, I agree. I don't know which one I like more, honestly. I have no idea. Yeah, and I'm not even going to even try you to figure that out yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, that scene to me, the best part about that was he could have went and just finished her off. But yeah. I felt like he wanted her to watch, you know? Really? I, I got the sense that he just... I don't know, man. There's this... He... You could make the case that, that he was doing that. I just got the sense that he just, I don't even think, you know how he gets like sort of fixated on something and then he sort of like for like doesn't, it's almost like he forgets or like he doesn't finish somebody off because he sort of forget. Like, like he just sort of, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, <laughs> yeah, but that's there's the thing a lot Michael. of theories. You, there's a lot of theories out there to that. And one that I, don't want to believe but when you watch it and you watch him closely it makes sense people say he might be autistic you know huh. yeah, yeah i mean but maybe you can make not, yeah but i don't want to believe that theory um there's one theory though that i have read there actually there's two uh, about michael and the franchise that actually kind of makes sense and after seeing what uh, uh not hold on do i want it Hold on, I'm I'm not gonna get ahead of myself just yet. Um, so yeah, that scene was f- phenomenal. And then, uh, what did you think about the Halloween three callback with the mask and the children? It was it was nice. It was good. I mean, I I I saw. I mean, they did it a little bit in 2018. I'm glad they brought it back for this one. So, um, it wasn't overdone, but it was it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, um, and you know, in the way that the mask looked on on like when you watch Halloween three, the way the blood came out of the pumpkins and shit, like I felt like they really try to execute um, that that vid, you know, that visual. If these masks mm-hmm. are going to be on the people, they have to look, you know, like how they did in 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 the third one. Yeah. Um, but one thing I loved about this one that I felt I didn't get enough of the 20 in 2018 was the cat and mouse and the suspense to the kill. Yeah. Yeah. It, I agree. hundred percent. It was, it was, it was phenomenal. Um, the way that these killings happened, um, each killing kind of, it, it has a purpose to him just because he has this feeling when he kills people, but, um, the, just, the the, you know, just waiting and that, then the suspense to it, it was like this, what to me, that was the best part about this movie. Yep. Um, oh, I agree. I agree hundred percent. I mean, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was scary. I mean, he was scary in this one. Yeah. And this is a Michael that, um, I don't want to come across in 2018. I felt like I could have fucked him up. If I'm being honest, the way he (laughs) took everything, but you know, it's crazy in the Myers house. Let's, let's uh, talk about that a little bit. Oh man. 
What did you think about Judas room with the makeup uh, scene? Like with, 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 uh, with the whole setup in the corner right there. I mean, what's I mean, I, it really didn't, I mean, it looked accurate as hell, but like, what do you mean? Like, cause I, cause I saw a production still of, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like him sitting at the, um, yeah, the but that, but that wasn't tanks. In, yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't in the actual movie. So I wish that would have been in the movie. I really, I, I would have, I, I don't, to me, that's too much. I mean, I, that's, that's going into too much. I, I, I don't want him thinking about like, remember like i just i want to keep that a mystery like what because like what is what does he think what does he think i mean yeah for us like we know everything but you know there's a lot of people that probably watched 2018 and this one that never watched any of the originals right Mm -hmm. so i felt like for them that information would have been nice and i know that they talked about it um uh, you know i know that they talked about it a little bit in the movie um, but uh, I thought the house was awesome and they yeah. did so well in making it look like the original household. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it looked like someone like a house like that. It's not going to stay vacant forever. So I'm glad they made some they made it so people were living in it, even though it's the same house. Um and uh, it just, it was eerie seeing, because you, you could recognize a lot of the different parts of the house and it was eerie seeing it like lived in. And it's like, oh my God, there's the staircase. There's the window. There's this, there's that. And it's like, oh geez, it was just, it was creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, one thing uh, that I liked was, um, so after that, a little bit, um, there was a part where Lori's daughter took the mask and, you know, that part, I, I honestly thought they had him for a minute. Yeah. Same, same here. I really did. I, I was like, ah, oh, man, this is how he goes out. Um, but, but then you hear Lori talk about, he's not human. When you think you have him, that's when, you know, Mm-hmm. He 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 comes back and then he gets up and just goes ballistic. What's almost I've I've had this theory with Michael, okay? And this might be my far-fetched brain, and you might think I'm crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's a sil a silver shamrock uh cyborg. <laughs> 
that'd be fun. I'd be that would be a cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing like a rendition of the the story where they like on a, like a different sort of anthology sort of way to sort of make it like that. Um, I would like to keep. I would love that would be fun to kind of do. But to me, I, the possibility of this being just a person, uh, just a regular person who borderline is like, is it's, he has supernatural. I know it's, I know it's, like, it's, it's yeah, scary. It's scary. But when you look at all of the shit he has absorbed. Mm-hmm. And he keeps coming and he keeps coming and he keeps coming. Mm. This guy is not human. There's no possible way this guy, unless he is so like fixed on getting his revenge on everybody now. You know, maybe that's what's keeping him alive. He's not done till everybody's dead. That that could that's honestly that could be the thing that they may go with is like the re, like. Third. Like in the, it well in this movie and in Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, like why is he so like why is he so hard to kill? Why is he up sitting there? Because he's driven by sort of like the Fear. revenge factor, Fear. yeah. Um, yeah, and that's always been his thing. Michael has always been driven by fear. Um, you know, put like putting fear in people, and the whole town was going ballistic. Um, uh, the hospital scenes. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I didn't care for the guy jumping out of the window. I don't know why they put that in there, to be honest. Um, that to me was a head scratcher. I could have went, I could have had 10 minutes of better footage with something else that was going on within the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, I, I, I didn't mind it. I, I thought it was plausible. Um, given the fact that sort of a town is is driven by fear and kind of getting brought up because a couple of mental patients sort of escaped and it was um, you know, uh one of them is Michael Myers, who had the effect that he had on the town. And, you know, they don't know what he looks like. So it's like they they sort of just like going and it, and it's we know what Michael looks like, at yeah. least body like body frame wise, but but they don't know what he looks like. He's been What's in a this? hospital for forever. So <laughs> yeah, and one thing I was kind of laughing about the whole movie is so at the at the beginning ish when they're in the bar you know and they're talking about it and then finally after almost two days i was trying to think in the timeline of the movie it's it's been over a day because the bus crash happened the day before halloween right the night before halloween uh i think it right? was it was um... that in the timeline of the movie I'm pretty sure it was Halloween, like the eve of Halloween. So it was the night, the night before. So this is yeah. like the next, the next day. Yeah. And then finally, the night after the news finally, you know, says, oh yeah, by the way, bus crashed. Well, it was on the, murder. it was, it was on the news when Lori, cause Lori Strode sees it in 2018. Um, I think the news flash on the TV was essentially uh, just like these, like these patients are still on, on the loop. Like, but we haven't found these ones yet. I know, but I, it's just crazy how people didn't give a shit until murders were starting to happen. Sorry. And in a real town, if I got kids and shit, and I know a bus of mental patients was crashed down the road, my kids are not going out for Halloween. 
Well, the same thing happened in 78. I mean, you know, the same thing happened. Michael escaped and nobody knew shit. You know, it's, nobody knew, nobody knew anything. Stan, what did you think? think about, well, uh, think about that though. Think, th- seriously, take a second. Think about that. In Halloween 78, because like, that's your issue with, with this movie. In Halloween 78, the patients escaped, you know, whatever. I don't know how many they were out of. We never know. All we know is Michael escaped. Nobody in Haddonfield, that was the night before, same thing. And yeah. nobody in Haddonfield knew anything. Yeah, I know. But like, I don't know. The way, maybe it was if, the way if that you're it gonna, was presented. I don't know. All I'm saying, if you're gonna have if you're gonna have the issue with this movie like that, then you gotta have the same issue with the original. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, I mean, I see where you're coming from. It's the same exact thing. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. (laughs) I'm gonna say touche, but I think the way it was presented, maybe I'm holding '78 to a higher standard just because it's what started everything, and the way that it was presented. I don't know, man. It's just now that you say that, now I feel stupid. We're saying <laughs> shit because, like, I mean, you have a good, you I forgot. A good point. I forgot about in 2018 about the news clip. If I'm being honest, which is crazy, um, but I, I felt I forgot about that. To, to, to be honest, guys, sorry, but uh, I, I thought they finally played the clip the night after, basically <laughs> after people are getting murdered and everything. Um, yeah, it was I, like it was bus, bus, bus crash. Uh, blah blah blah, and then Laurie Strode saw it, and then that that day, later on, when they were at the bar, they were talking about the murders. So they actually found people murdered, and it's like these patients are still on the loose. You know, these are the ones that are, you know, um, you know, that haven't been found yet. So uh, that's when when shit got real. So, um, one other thing, I was hoping. Oh, oh, and the sheriff. Sorry, sorry, and the sheriff. The sheriff. Remember. What what did the sheriff say? What are we gonna do? Cancel Halloween? Halloween? And he <laughs> kind of so chuckled. So he didn't. So he had an opportunity. He had an opportunity in that to movie to take it serious. To take it seriously, and, and that's he, why. Uh, that's why Tommy, no one knew. That's yeah, why no the, one knew. Exactly. Then in the hospital, Tommy Doyle said, "No, fuck you, sheriff. You guys failed us tonight." You know, yeah, he was we're, right. We're taking this in our own hands. What's I'm actually about didn't. to. No, they tried. Um, so I'm actually. So what did you think about Tommy Doyle? Would you rather have that guy or Paul Rudd come back and play Tommy? Uh, I've. I think people are getting the wrong idea with this whole thing because I. I. I would love to see Paul Rudd come back. Uh, oh yeah. You know, but I like Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. And some people didn't love his performance of Tommy Doyle. Some people didn't like the writing of the character. And I they, think they, they it was the writing itself, but I, I thought he did a phenomenal job. I think the writing was fine. Yeah, I think he did a great job. Here's the here's the thing about Tommy Doyle in this movie that people don't really understand. And it's the same thing with Lonnie. It's the same thing with Nurse Marion and same thing with Lindsay. Same thing with Laurie Strode. Everybody. Even Brackett. Yeah. The thing is with this character, you have to understand, Tommy Doyle was picked on when he was younger. Obviously, he was bullied. And he had he had a run-in with Michael and Michael attacked him when after him and Lindsay and Laurie Strode when he was getting babysit. Okay? Kid was traumatized. That's a scary incident. Okay. One, he yeah, grows one hundred. Yeah, yeah, he grows up and he puts on this facade that he's tougher than he actually is. Sure, he wants to put it on like he's like he's a badass and he wants to grab and we all wanted to see 
Tommy Doyle as a badass. And he kind of was a bit with the bat and everything. But you get the sense in this movie. This is why I loved the, the portrayal of this character. I love the writing of this character. And people, I think, are shitting on it too much because the, what you're, you have, we have to understand is this is Tommy Doyle who is inherently scared as shit. He's scared shitless, just like Lonnie is, just like Laurie Strode is. They know what Michael's capable of. They've had a running before. They're traumatized from that shit. But he's grabbing the bat and he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take him down. But you can tell that he's also scared. He's scared to death. He knows what Michael's capable of. So I actually loved it. He's conflicted. He's scared. He's terrified. But he wants to sort of face his fear a little bit. But you can see, whereas like Lindsay, Lindsay's scared to death. But she's not going to, like, you can tell. I love the fact that Lindsay just hid the whole time. She was, was like, she the only one that didn't die of the yeah. back characters? Yeah, because she did this. You know why? And I think there's a reason for that. Because she did the smart thing. She hid and she didn't, like, she did not try to, you know, take him down on her own. She didn't, you know, she just hid. She did the smart thing. And that's how she survived is because she just, just hid the whole time. So I actually liked that. I thought that was, that was slick. That was smart. Yep. And I liked how her and Tommy, and I agree, maybe this was his moment to, uh, like, like, like he told Lori, he's like, Hey, you protected me, you know, 40 years ago tonight. I, I got your back. Mm -hmm. Um, so I felt like that's the only reason why he was out there really. Um, and then, you know, then you had Lindsay, what's (laughs) what the whole, uh, like the, the big bag of candy and the bricks, uh, that was smart. smart. Um, I felt like there was a lot of little things in this movie. I think people are going to overlook, um, this movie was the most realistic, um, you know, think about it. If this happened in a town, a small town, at least like that, you, you know, for a fact, the whole town is going to do what he did in that movie. Mm -hmm. If you got someone out there like that, they're going to take matters in their own hands. And the police, as small as that force is, they're, they're probably going to let him. And I feel like the sheriff, I liked how he wasn't a big part in that movie. Now I'm hoping in the next one, because the way he sat, you know, at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. I'm hoping this was a wake up call and I'm hoping he gets pissed. I think, I think so. I think he will. And I'm hoping this is a moment of, okay, this has gone too far. We now, you know, we're, we're going to suit up like we're the SWAT, you know, like, by any means necessary, this has to end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think he's going to be a strong part of Halloween ends. Um, At least I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> there has to be a reason for not using him at all, but still kind of you you see him. He He doesn't really say a whole lot in the movie, but you just see him. And you just, he's got this look of, okay, I'm losing everybody. Everyone, I can't control this. Um, but I'm hoping he doesn't uh, let the emotion get the best of him at the same time. Um, yeah, he, he, it could, they could write it that way. They could write it where he goes overboard and just, you know, goes, you know, too much with the, uh, you know, overprotection stuff. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm interested to see how it's going to play out, but I mean, I, I think you're right. I think he's, 
think he's going to play a big part in Halloween ends. And I, I think because he knows that he failed and he could have took precautions. He could have told everyone to stay home. He could have avoided that whole sort of over, you know, overtaking of the hospital and he could have avoided that. And he, you know, he, he sort of failed as the sheriff there. Um, so what did you think about, um, Tommy Doyle was the one breaking the news about Michael being alive after, you know, you got Lori like, yes, we got him. And then her daughter lied to her. Then Tommy comes in. Oh, we're going to get him. What? What? Get him. I thought we already got him. Mom, I wasn't for sure. Okay. They the, the told you he didn't die. You know? Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? He, so like, they, I mean, he, I think she thought, I mean, she was, she's kind of drugged up too. So that, that also probably played into it. But if I remember clearly, Lori's daughter said, yeah, Michael is dead. Yeah. She was, yeah. She was lying. And then Tommy came in, you know, and said, Hey, we're going to get him. And she's like, wait, what? Yeah. He's still alive. Um, You know, I thought, that was kind of not hilarious as in a comedy way, but it was like, yeah, your daughter just lied to you. Now you got someone just rushing in and saying, oh, yeah, you didn't finish the job. Um, but Michael has a whole list of people that want to kill him. But uh, the ending of that movie, um, of do you think he killed Lori's daughter? Or do you think he's going to butcher her up and? you know when he send her back or whatever i don't know i i said that too i was like i, I was sitting there at the at the end of the movie and i was like i kind of mentioned to my girlfriend i said like you know she, you know i was like i you know I, she might not be dead and and you know st- and he she was like uh no i'm pretty sure she's dead like she she got she got pretty you know messed up and i was like i had to watch it again because i'm going to watch it a number of times but to me i, I Unless a character, I mean, look at Hawkins. I mean, unless a character is like legit pronounced dead on screen or like gets really just like slaughtered, then, you know, I, I'm always holding out that like, you know, the, they, they don't necessarily make it so they're, they're dead. What I mean, what if she's paralyzed? What if she, you know, she's, dead? who knows? Paramedics were on the scene. The cops were on the scene. Uh, at least I, well, very little cops, but who knows? Um, that scene scared the shit out of me though. I gotta say that. And the way his mask looked after all, you know, I do these masks that they make for him. I get it. Like it just had blood on it. But even with the, I felt like that was a different mask altogether. Also towards the end, the the shape of it, he he just, yeah. And how we kind of talked about it, how we kind of wanted things to come back full, full circle. It kind of did, but not in a way I felt like you were hoping it would. Because that room, if I'm not mistaken, was the room that he would, the window he would stare out of. Yeah. You know, and then she was staring out of it. And she got caught slipping, you know? Yeah, I think she thought that he was dead. Everyone um, did. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, I still wouldn't have... Yeah, I mean, her been the one to put the final nail in the coffin, essentially, with him, with well, her putting the knife, you know. Well, I, I like I like what she put this little thing, the the, the uh, you know the hay thing, the pitchfork fork that thing. That was which cool. Is, yeah, 
that was a nice callback to Halloween five. Uh, but, um, I, to me, I, I was fine with it. I, I don't want it to come full circle yet because there's still how there's still Halloween ends. So I was cool with the fact that it came back to that room and that sort of like, you know, you know, cause it was similar. It did kind of come full circle. The same thing that happened to Judith sort of happened to Karen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not going to judge about it come full circle until I see the last chapter. But as far as that ending goes, I mean, I, it's, I mean, it scared the shit out of me. I thought he was, I thought he was going to, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I knew there was a third movie or a fourth movie or whatever, Halloween ends. And I, and at least in the saga, you know, uh, with the original and then this trilogy, but I did not, I, at the end of that movie, I was like, how is this going to play out? Like, is he going to, are they going to kill him off? And then they're going to, the whole last movie is going to be about the effect that he's had on everybody. Is he going to, you know, are they going to stop the town from killing him off when the cops are going to arrest him? Like what's going to help? What's going to happen here? Because that's what happened before, right? It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I thought that's, I thought that's what, what was going to happen. Uh, What's his name? Hawkins stopped Loomis from killing Michael. So I thought it was going to come full circle. And I like like we said, and I thought that they were going to kill Michael this time. And the cops were going to come and just pretty much stop them from killing him. So same thing before it happened, you know, and but it didn't. It played out different. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then that happens with Karen at the end. I mean, I. If she dies that's going to tell a whole different story as far as like Lori is going to be the next movie is going to be really like, just like her. I mean, she is going to be beyond this. It's going to be, well, she's going to be pissed, but she's also going to be broken because it's like, she, her, she's responsible now. Almost, she's going to feel responsible for the fact that her daughter is dead. And like, she got her daughter killed and she could, she's, she's going to think. And now her granddaughter has going to be, she's, yeah, who she's knows? She's gonna go ballistic. They're gonna go mess up. Her both of her parents are. I mean, that's if Karen's dead. Both of her parents are gonna be killed. So you know, and her boyfriend, and her and boyfriend's I'll, dad. Watch Lori's. Yeah, <laughs> that was the funniest kill in the movie. How you know he's walking down the stairs and he's like, "Oh, is this your man?" <laughs> like, my, <laughs> um, oh, that was crazy. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. The you know the ending of that it left it wide open because I could see him sparing her life just to go back to the hospital all because he knows Lori's in the hospital. He's got to know. So, you know, 
So it could be a message of like, Hey, you know, this is, uh, and who, and who knows he could carve something into her. Well, there's a, there's a time jump. I I'm pretty sure there's going to be, there's a confirmed time jump in the next movie. So, um, if I'm I'm not mistaken, I think it's going to take place four years later. I think the original really? intent, yeah, the original intention of the movie was it was all going to happen in one night. And uh, as far as like the trilogy goes, or at least the, the first two movies, um, because this was supposed to be two movies, and then they made it into three, because essentially they were going to have Halloween 2018. And they were going to probably have a smaller part with Tommy Doyle and everybody else. And then it was going to eventually lead in, with Hawkins, obviously, because that Hawkins scene, everything with Hawkins, that was supposed to happen in Halloween 2018. But John Carpenter recommended to David Gordon Green to just sort of not do a flashback. He didn't think it was necessary. And then in, they couldn't really fit it in. And then uh, they didn't have the budget for it either to do all the stuff. So the next movie you know, David Gordon Green convinced John Carpenter and said, look, it's necessary for Hawkins and for the story, not necessarily to connect to the original, but like it's, it's for Hawkins and it's for Lonnie and Carpenter was like, okay, now it makes sense. So they not only development at his best, baby, you know? Yes, exactly. So they had the budget to do it and they did it and it did work out really well. Now that was supposed to happen in Halloween, the second chapter, whatever. And it was also supposed to have the culmination, the end of the, of the story. But because of COVID and because of the delay and because they basically were taking it and doing three movies now, they decided to put all the second movie towards the flashback, towards Lonnie and the side characters and the hospital thing and just make a whole big movie about Michael just going off, which I love because it's like, this is like the best parts of Halloween 2, Halloween 4, Halloween 6, and Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Basically all the Halloween sequels, all the best parts that we love about all those movies are in this one movie. And then now we get to get to the last chapter where that's the, the last chapter that they were going to originally go with in the first hand. It's going to happen now. But you can't have what happened in this movie happen with Michael and Lori, whatever, and then go and have it, you know, come to an end on the same night. Because Michael, Michael's going to need some recovery time. <laughs> Just a little bit, you know? And Lori, know, too. Lori Schroeder, too. In a way, if he didn't do that and it was placed on the same night, I, I would almost be okay with that. But if they do, you know, that time jump, that's going to be even better for that final face-off, essentially. Because yeah. um, I thought this was supposed to be Lori's last movie. I really thought she was going to get butcher- butchered in this movie. But no. So it's cool. Now, one thing I will say, I don't know if you watched the interview, what she probably did. Uh, I, I can't remember what show, but she was talking about H2O and resurrection. Hmm. And because it was about her, like she wanted to kill Michael, but it's in the contract clause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can't kill him. Well, they can't kill the contract. The clause was Mustafa Akkad, the original producer. Yeah. Did, she you can't, you can't kill. kill Michael. Well, you can't No, not that she can't kill Michael, but that, Michael can't be killed on screen. And actually there's a clause in the contract that they're looking at now that basically where it says, it's not that he can't get killed. It's that he can't, the franchise can't be killed or he can't be killed off in the franchise. So essentially you can kill Michael off and then do a soft reboot. Yeah. Um, which is what I would do. I would have him be killed off. And at the end of the, you have to kill him off. I mean, but I mean, you can't have the bad guy win. It doesn't make any sense. We're going to be 90 years old walking around killing people. It doesn't make any sense. 
So have Laurie kill him off at the end of Halloween ends and then do a soft reboot and then start from the end of Halloween one again and then just do a different character and just, you know, have it take place after um, he escapes the mental hospital again or have it take place after he killed Judith, whatever the hell you want to do. But you can do whatever you want because it's fiction. So let her kill him off like she's supposed to. And, um, you know, uh, people who want him to live it's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. I, I just don't no, agree. Like, I want, so I'm in the way he, I got this vision. Of, I want her to cut his fucking head off. That way we yes, know. I you agree. Know, like, I agree. That way we know, like not, and I'm not talking to stupid acts and H2O. I want a brutal <laughs> bloody with the fucking knife. Almost just like, you know, cutting through his, you know, his neck. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. I would, can you imagine her? Like holding his head with an, with an, with an ax or with a, uh, a, like you said, a butcher's knife, Uh, just like, instead of like having a clean cut, like H2O, just, just one chop. And then Michael just sort of like uh, maybe swinging at her another chop. And it's just like, it's like, it's like brutal. It's like over and over and over again, finally. And that way, you know, it's him because he's trying, it's not only is it him, but he's trying to kill it. And then she's holding his head. They'll probably damage him to the point. What if he falls on his knees and then you got one person holding one arm? Because there was speculation. What if he talks at the end or something? What if no. he says one word before? Yeah. I they better not. They no. I don't not. want that to be ruined. Um, the uh, I, I was nervous for a second when she took the mask. I didn't want to see his full face for a good minute. You know. Yeah. Um, not then, but I don't know if you paid attention. I had the luxury of pausing it. The way his face looked when he was putting the mask back on, on the side that was burnt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught that quick glimpse, but it looked like hamburger meat, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he, uh, we got a kind of glimpse of him in 2018 and what he looks like. And they did a good, they've done a good job of sort of shrouding. He of looks hiding. Yeah. You know, hiding. Yeah. So I like it. Um, yeah, but this, this movie was just, um, now that I talk about it, maybe I like the movie a little more than I thought. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I know I, I can't put an exact number in the rankings right now just cause it's so fresh and I need to, um, you know, like watch it again. I could tell you right now, I could tell you right now, I know I didn't have an idea of where it was before, but I'm not, this isn't a hundred percent. This is not a guarantee. This isn't definite. But from my perspective, from I'm saying I'm, number three on my list. Right, yeah, I was going to say right now, it is 2018 is a better movie. Yeah. But Halloween Kills is is a lot more fun. And it's just it's just a fucking wild ride and a ball of fun. It's all the best things about the sequels that we love all combined into a movie. And it's complete madness. And the suspense is there. The flashbacks are there. It's everything we love about this franchise in one movie. So to me... Right now, it's sits, you have it at number sits, two. I, well, no, I'm not ready to go there yet. I think right now it's at <laughs> least number three. Yeah, at least number three. It's the best sequel since you know and 2018. Right, yeah, and, and, and 2018 right is a better movie you. though. 2018 is a better movie. Exactly. But if I'm sitting there looking at if I'm sitting there looking at a critical eye from like a, from like a film analysis standpoint, 2018 is a better movie. And 2018 may be higher in my rankings just by one notch. 
like a smidge. But yeah, but it's not well, a drastic. As a, but you know. as a but as a Halloween fan, as a, a, fan, a fan of this franchise, it's very possible that it's this movie could be better than 2018. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. the writing too much and the introduction and the character introductions in 2018, um, I felt like were better. But in terms of like like what you said, if you love the like the suspense and the cat and mouse and the everything kills, that made the, the, how, the that made Michael scenes. who he is. Yeah, the this, scare. It's scarier. It's scarier. This is better it's, than 2018 in that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. The flashback. It feels so connected to the original. With you got Bracket, you got Lindsay, you got Tommy, you got Lonnie, <laughs> you got everybody in there, man. It's fucking awesome, dude. I was sitting there when Bracket started talking on screen. I I almost got choked up. I was like, oh my god, it's Bracket. And then they were. Uh, it just felt. It, it just felt. It felt connected, man. And they just. I, I don't know. There was something about this movie where I just felt like. I felt like we were, it was there. Like this is a, this is a continuation from Halloween 78 more than I did with, with 2018. As much as I love 2018. I just, I felt like this movie really with the Myers house and everything. And when it opens up with that flashback, you got the original score playing. And it's like, Oh my God, you got the blue light shimmering from the moon and everything. That little moonlight blue. You yeah. got, oh my God, dude, this movie was so much fucking fun. And God damn it. He shot this in 17 days. I know it's crazy. Dude, imagine if they had time to really, um, you know, like sit down and what's, I don't know if that would have been good. I felt like this may have been the best thing they could have did for the movie. Uh, you know, they're like, all right, they obviously had everything figured out uh, beforehand. So, dude, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But like you, I'm let, saying. Let, let, the, let the hype die down. Give yourself some time and just, just, just. Let, then, then you can make your decision. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the the hype and the trailers really got people excited for this movie. So people are split. Some people love it. Some people don't. Some people hate it because it's like they. It, some people are legit disappointed with the movie. It's because it's like some people are like, "Oh, I was expecting more." I'm like, "How the hell could you be expecting more? That everything was in this goddamn movie that you've ever wanted." So I. That's why I'm staying. I stayed away from the trailers, and for Halloween ends, I'm not going to watch a goddamn thing. Um, I'm just going to just just avoid all trailers because those trailers are for people who are on the fence who are fair weather Halloween fans. They're not for hardcore Halloween fans. We're going to watch this movie. We're going to speculate until the movie comes out. We're going to talk about all the different theories. We don't need to see the trailers. The people who need to see the trailers are people who have no idea what the hell is going on and because they need to get those people in the seat. They need to get butts in the seats. They need to sell tickets. That's what those trailers are there for, and they're doing the right thing. We need to stay away from the trailers because yeah. we don't need to see the trailers. I, I tried so hard, like you. I only was gonna watch the teaser trailer, and that's when I'm like, "What? They're oh my god, it's coming!" You know, but it just showed, you know, like the pumpkin and swing sets, and it didn't really show anything of the movie. And then I get this message from my dad, and it was a YouTube link, and it was the final trailer. <laughs> I tried to X out, but <laughs> I seen too much. And do, you know, like, do you know how many times that shit popped up in my my social media feeds on Instagram, Facebook, I'm sure. I mean, YouTube? I mean, I had every scroll, time scroll, scroll as fast as you could. Like, scroll, no, 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 I, I would can't. see the I would see the jack o' lantern, and, and I would hear the piano play. I'm like, fuck, nope, 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 nope. nope. Oh, um, 
but it worked out, man, because I was like, dude, my eyes were as big. I, I don't think I blinked. Like I was like, just like I, I, my, I wish I could have recorded it. My face watching this movie on screen and watching everything unfold, having no idea what the hell was going to happen, seeing no trailers. I just, all I did was, all I knew was like that, that scene of, I saw, I think a silhouette of Michael having the firefighter up and then Michael walking out of the fire at the house with the, with the, the goddamn, the ax or whatever, the, the thing, dude, that's all I knew. So watching all these scenes play out, I was like, God damn it, son of a bitch. This is amazing. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. This, like, like I said, this was the most realistic, you know, like Halloween film they've made since not. And that's one thing I think the, why the franchise has been so successful, the way the killings are the blood, the gore, it feels real. It's not over the top. And that's one thing we just like why the Rob Zombie films to me were disconnected. They were way over the top, but we're, 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 we're not going to get back into that. Um, I'm glad that we kind of have the same thought on the movie in terms of where it's placed. So probably in two weeks, you know, after to me in two weeks, the, the hype will die down for me and I'll be able to fully, you know, analyze and dissect it. You'll probably get a random message from me you know, <laughs> on the gram and be like, here's my new list. And, and you know, that's where I'm at with it. Stupid dog. Um, no, but one one other question I wanted to ask was, did you get the collector's edition movies and did you watch the Dr. Death opening scene to five? Uh, I did. I didn't get all of them, but I got uh, one and five and I'll probably get four because I heard four was the biggest upgrade as far as picture and audio um, compared to the, the version before it. But uh, and I already have the remastered uh, Blu-ray of three. Um, two i don't know i'm not a huge fan of two but i do have already had that the, uh, the other collector version blu-ray of two but 4k i wanted to get one and at least five for the dr death stuff and i did see it um it, it wasn't what i i mean it was exactly what i was expecting it didn't change the game at all i mean it was cool to see but it should have been i was expecting more as far as his the kill scene i thought that the way that the actor who played uh michael myers in halloween five the way that he described the kill scene, it was, it was like his favorite. He said, that was my favorite kill. I, you know, broke his back and I, you know, stabbed the thing through It just sounded way better than it actually played out. It just sort of played out really fast. He just slammed them on the concrete thing. And then he, you know, slammed the thing through his chest, through his heart, whatever. And then it's like, it ended. I was like, that's it. So for me personally, because of the rumored film that we knew existed for all this time, Mm-hmm. And then finally seeing it, I was more excited about seeing it than when I seen it. I'm like, huh? <laughs> but it, but it, but it does, it does explain. I mean, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, though. I mean, all it was was that he was the explanation behind the like the the uh, the the cult of thorn symbol on his wrist, which is exactly what I said from the get go. Is I remember telling my buddies, my buddies were saying like, no, 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 no. Um, uh, Joe and Ed from the reverberhorror.com, uh, reverberhorror podcast, uh, buddies of mine, we grew up together and they, they were like, no, 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 you know, the Code of Thorns started in Halloween six. I said, no, that's that the first time you see it, the, the, you know, tattoo, the wrist on the side, that's from Halloween five. 
They're like, no, we talked to the writer of Halloween six and we did an interview with them. And that's when it started. I said, no, no, no. They explained it in Halloween six, but it started with a scene in Halloween five. They didn't believe me. I was like, go watch Halloween five again. I guarantee you, you'll see a shot of the coat of thorn tattoo on his wrist. And lo and behold, they watched it. I was like, see, I told you, they just don't explain it. All you see is that. And then you see the man in black. But the reason why they inserted shots of the man in black is because they cut out the scene of Dr. Death because they was they thought it was too weird. The, um, the producer, uh, Mustafa Akkad. Yeah. So they had the the old hermit guy, you know, be there who takes care of Michael and he basically comes back to life. And all you do is see the wrist tattoo with the coat of thorn, but you get no explanation behind it because there was no explanation because they cut out the scene. So the way that they had to sort of figure out was how they're going to figure this out. And then you had they, Halloween they, they, 6. Well, they had, they, they, yeah, they, well, you, you had the man in black shots shots of the man in black were inserted into the movie and then because if you look it, it the shots of man in black and halloween five make no sense in terms of the movie there it has nothing to do with the movie they don't connect with michael at all it's, you could tell it was all part of reshoots uh after the fact they inserted it in there and essentially the director of halloween five was like all right if you want to cut my you know coat of thorn thing with dr death in the beginning which is essentially the reason behind everything and if you think about it that would have that that was a, a an easy way to bring Michael back to life and make him pretty much like immortal. But at the same time, Michael kills Dr. Death. So you don't have to really do anything else with the cult stuff after that. So the, you didn't even have to have any sort of explanation. He does the ritual thing in the beginning. Michael kills him and that's it. He's now, you know, a walking immortal being or whatever. But anyway, they put the scenes of, of the man in black in there and then they don't explain it because the director was like, fine, you want to cut my scene? I'll put the scenes of Dr. Death in there. I mean, I'm sorry, the man in black in there and they can explain it in Halloween 6. Good luck. <laughs> so he did that and then that's how we got Halloween 6. Speaking of like the cult of Thorin and men in black, I don't know why, because just because of all the callbacks that, you know, these Halloween 2018 and kills done, I don't know why, and I'm hoping this happens in the, in the next movie. I wanted Sartain to be in the cult of Thorn. I wanted <laughs> when, when like maybe like when they go, when his body's brought into the morgue, or maybe when they do the research, what if he has the tattoo on his wrist? <laughs> that would be, um, that would be, that would be kind of cool, actually. Uh, I mean, I look, I, I think they're trying their best as much as they want to, they want to tie these into the, um, sequels they're trying their best to keep it as grounded as possible and the code of thorn and uh season of the witch uh, as much as i you know love you know the just the supernatural qualities of those movies it just gets a little out there and uh, for at least the mass appeal audience and and also it doesn't keep it grounded it, it starts to go in sort of like you know woof, the out there territory so I'm cool if after Halloween That's ends, not the case, you know. Well, I'm cool. I'm cool if they do a soft reboot because I want them, they're going to do a soft reboot again. And I'm fine with that. Make basically make an anthology series sort of out of Michael where you can just sort of take it any direction you want and then keep on doing it because essentially he's like, you know, he's the boogeyman. He's like Dracula. So just keep, you know, doing different versions of him. Just keep but, out of space. That's all I ask. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> but, but to me, I would love to see a Michael be like, um, you know, something with the silver shamrock thing. That'd be cool. I would love to eventually see something where Michael is like, you know, a doctor is, um, you know, connected to the cold of thorn stuff. That'd be cool. But to me, uh, just for this Strode saga, it needs to say grounded. And then after that, they can do whatever, you know, they can just take it in but different directions. Like, I think the obsession, which I mean, if he's not part of the cold of thorn, that's cool. But I think his doctor was the one that caused the wreck on the bus. 
Yeah, we never really get the explanation of that, which is cool. I'm fine with that because to me, that keeps the mystery open just but like the original. now that the after kills and the way that you talked about them, I'm thinking the obsession, his doctor's obsession with Michael and Lori. I think he's like, we're right here. Like, we're just a few miles out. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah, I mean, you you could, to me, I like... Like here's what I feel about Sartain. People, some people hate Sartain, and I just it drives me crazy because, to me, if you're if people are going to accept the fact that and be okay with the fact that Doctor Loomis was obsessed with Michael so much to where like he wanted to just basically he, one he was obsessed with killing him. He thought he was evil and he wanted to kill this person, this thing off. Then you have to accept the fact that it's going to work in the opposite way, where a doctor would be obsessed, but in the opposite direction. Whereas he wanted to study him because he didn't want him to, he didn't think he was evil, wanted to end him. He was trying to figure him out and trying. Whereas Loomis was like, no, there's nothing to figure out. Well, Sartain was like, no, I, w- I want to know what's going on. What makes him tick? Loomis was like, there is nothing that makes him tick. He's goddamn evil. Goddamn. It's That's like, it. you, ha- you have to, you have to accept that. Like, if you're going to accept one end of the spectrum, you got to expect the other. And the Sartain was the opposite side of the spectrum. That's all that was. Yeah. And I, I don't know, because like what, what we were talking about in 2018, I didn't like Sartain, as I told you, but after Halloween kills and you find out a little bit in the way they talked about him. This, this guy's just as crazy as Michael. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I like, hoping, I, I like Sartain. Even, even though he's dead, even though he's dead, like I said, I'm hoping in, in the last one, I'm hoping there's files or just something that connects him to everything that happened in 2018. And that led to kills. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I you got the indication that Sartain was going to be the new Loomis, and that was a trick thing. That was like a misdirection. Yeah. And because Lori, Lori, Lori saying it was what? Oh, you're the new Loomis. Yeah, and that that's a misdirection because yeah. to me, if you look at Lori, Stro- Lori Strode is that the new was Loomis. a writing mistake on that. Why? Nah, I I, I like it saying because, that he's the new. No, he, to me he wasn't. He was just a doctor. But that was but that was the idea. The idea yeah. was the idea literally was to have Laurie Strode say, oh, you're new, the new Loomis. That's a self-aware statement because he is the anti-Loomis. He's the anti-Loomis. He's the opposite of Loomis. And the actual real Loomis is the person saying the line. The new Loomis is the person saying the line, which is Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode is the new Loomis. Allison is the new Laurie Strode. So Loomis, like, see, think about it. Laurie Strode walks around. She's got the, she's wearing like the tan jacket. She's got the gun. She has the, like the, gla- and even though, um, uh, you know, Dr. Loomis didn't have glasses. Later on, he had glasses, but it's like... When she, he would read and shit, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And when you when you hear, like, all the mythology and every all the lines describing Michael, it's all Laurie Strode. He's the one... She's the one talking about Michael like Loomis did. She's the one who's aware of him and what how like how evil he is, what he's capable of. That's who the new Loomis is. It's not Sartain. It was a misdirection, which is why later on, when you got the whole switcheroo thing where like she, he basically, which if you're watching the movie and you hear Sartain and how he treats him, if you didn't like at first, you didn't see it coming. It's like, whoa, we, I remember us affecting this. But then on like rewatches on second, third rewatch, you watch that movie, you look, you could actually, I did, a, we did a live commentary watch along with Halloween 2018. I talk about it on my YouTube channel. You can sit there and you watch it. I point out all the different ways that Sartain is essentially we should have seen it coming. He babyfies the hell out of him. He 
he's like he talks to him like he's a little child he's like you know michael and you know if someone's here to see you it's like oh we might you know we have to explain i'll i'll be by your side michael it's like that's not loomis loomis doesn't talk like that loomis doesn't say i'll be by your side loomis is like i'm going to kill you <laughs> like, i'm going to fucking kill you michael that's, that's loomis it. um one thing another theory i read I, I I don't know. I'm just such a fan of the franchise and I'm open because one day at some point I do want to make a fan film. I, yeah. that's some, cause I got so many ideas and these theories are giving me ideas. So did you ever watch the original psycho movie, the black and white one? Yeah. People mm-hmm. not, not Donald, not Donald, you know, but they're saying that Loomis and psycho is the same Loomis in the Halloween franchise and that's why he is the way he is with michael because in the psycho movies he tried to protect norman you know Mm -hmm. and now he's dealing with the same type of evil essentially that's why he is so he feels so passionate about killing michael essentially huh because it's the same loomis from psycho interesting huh I know. I sound crazy. I, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, I mean, Carpenter, Halloween never was, it, was shot. It? And like, I think that was even brought up, even though like Carpenter never said yes, he didn't say no either. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, a, I mean, Halloween was a, you know, Halloween was basically an homage to psycho. It was like a modern day psycho. Uh, I mean, to, at the time, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, I, I yeah. know it's just a lot of crazy shit. You should like next time you get bored, you should read some of these theories. Some of them make sense, <laughs> but a lot of them are just like, no, this is no. There's no way <laughs> that this is possible. The one that I read, and this has to be true. Okay, Michael has CIP. It's that what? it's that disorder where you don't feel pain. I can't remember what the C and I stands for, but it's that disorder where your nerves are not connected right, so you really don't feel pain. Hmm. That's um. That'd be interesting if they found that in his files or whatever that he essentially does. That would explain a lot. Yes. You know, it's a real disorder yeah. and it's not supernatural. It's just, you know, what uh, is you, it called? CIP disorder. Let me get it. Uh, it is called congenital and in, uh, in, congenital insensitivity to pain. Hey. I, I mean, that would, that would literally, I mean, who knows, but you know what, if they do that, if they explain that on screen, then, then that gives like a sign that gives like a, that takes away the whole like mythology part of it, where if we sit here and debate whether he has it or not, that's kind of cool because you just don't know, but you can yeah. sort of, you can guesstimate that he has, even if they say on screen, like even, if they, even if Laurie says on screen, like he's got to have CIP or something like that, or like he, he might, but you just don't know. Cause then he that line is still blurred between reality and supernatural um and that's that's the idea that john carpenter always played around with and i think that's what's going to 
that should continue because you want to blur the line, but you don't want to know for sure exactly. There always has to be that question of like, is he or isn't he? And I know we want the answer. We want a definitive answer of if he is supernatural or if he's not supernatural or if he just is scientifically, you know, technically his body does not feel pain. It's like we get an answer. Oh, well, that explains why. But it's like we can always sort of guesstimate. But if we just if it's left out there as like sort of like we just don't know, it, it's it's scarier. Once we have answers and then it becomes a little like it, it's just, it's not as scary. It's it, there's less intrigue. That's why Michael is so interesting, though. Yeah, I was about to say. Imagine if like the found would that take away from the mystique? Yeah, of the absolutely. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. That's, and at at this point, I don't need to know that. But I feel like like it, I want to see a fan made film with some of these theories. To but make it to where it's not cheesy or you know I don't know, but. There's, yeah, I, me personally, I wouldn't want to see that brought into, you know, the last movie. Yeah. After everything, what's like, like you said, that would explain a lot, but I don't need to know that per se. Yeah. I, I like guests. I like making, you know, assumptions and talking about different theories. And I like, I, I would like if, if it maybe is mentioned on screen as a possibility, like a possible theory, but it, it, I don't want to see it confirmed because it's like, once you start confirming things, it takes the mystique away. And that's what makes Michael so interesting and unique. Whereas with other characters, you know, like Freddie, Jason, it's like things get more definitive, things get more locked down and they're not as interesting. The The problem is once you start explaining and going through people back, people's backstory and different characters' backstory, the mystique goes away and they're less interesting. That's why Michael right now is, I mean, yeah, they're making movies about him, they're making good movies about him, but that's why Michael is like, you know, is huge right now because of that very reason. Well, um, last question. I feel like I've taken enough of your time and like, um, where, so from a, from like an A, B, C, D scale, basically where, like where, what grade would you, would you give this movie? Um, as a, as a, like a, like a film, film like a movie film i give it like a b plus as a halloween film which is essentially what i'm grading this on anyway i mean don't get me like, let's get it straight i'm not going to these movies to watch uh you know an academy award-winning drama i'm going to these movies for pure fun and pure horror movie stuff so i shouldn't even really put that into the equation as a pick up there's a Halloween movie, a scary horror movie. This is an A plus plus for me. That's just for me personally. I mean, I can't, I can't describe how much it achieved and how much fun I had watching this movie and all the things that it hit on. Uh, is it perfect? No, but is it? Does it? It's everything I've ever like I've ever wanted in a Halloween movie. So it's it achieved all that and more. So like an A plus. Yeah, the first time, like I I don't know, last night. You kind of brought some things to light, and this conversation made made me appreciate it a lot more. Because, like I said at first, I was not looking at it the way I should have. Maybe, maybe that's because I was expecting a bigger ending. I don't know. I honestly can't tell you. I feel like everybody was almost, but that ending was perfect. Um, yeah, because we get a third chapter. That's yeah. the middle. The third chapter is going to come into play. I mean, if they end, if they have a, a definitive ending, then there's no intrigue for the last chapter. I mean, there's the three parts, 
you know, story going on here. So, so personally, I'm going to give it a solid B plus. I can't as of right now, be a B plus. Um, and that to me, I, I don't think I've ever given a movie like an A plus or an A, you know, cause that movie has to grab me by the balls, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what this movie did. That's what this movie did. Oh my God. Um, no, but but 1978 definitely that is in that category of in a league of its own. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm going to calm down and watch this again, and I know you are. And yeah, I would even recommend watching Halloween Six and Halloween Four. Go give the other movies a, like a like a watch and sort of watch those things and the things that you love about. You'll realize, and even Halloween Two, the things that you love about those movies. Even though they're not great, Halloween Six is not a great movie. It's not a good movie. There's, it's not even a no, good movie. But there's things that in it that you know. That you there's love. always certain parts, yeah. Um, and this movie takes those best parts, puts it all in the one movie. I I think after the hype dies down a little bit, and you give it another rewatch, I think you'll like it. I I I can't recommend enough to you for Halloween Ends to avoid all trailers as much as possible. Listen, I'm not watching no fuck. I'll watch no. I'll watch the first trailer they'll put out like. The Six 30 seconds, the 30 second one, yeah, that's teaser it. trailer. That's yeah, it. That's, that's it. it. Don't watch anything else. No. And don't read any dirt sheets. Don't I'm read not. any, don't read no. nothing. It's and, the best way to go. That's going to be so hard for me to do. I know. I know. I know. At least, at least with the articles. Cause I felt like I knew everything about this movie before it was fucking released. That exactly. Was, that that's was the, the problem. problem. Yeah. That's the problem. That's everybody. I see everybody online say that. And it's a horror movie uh, group on uh, Facebook called killer flicks. I'm a part of, right. They, I've seen a bunch of people, a lot of people, first of all, majority of people love it. Halloween fans love this movie, but there's a, a, a little silent majority, a certain majority, small amount of people who were like, either didn't like it, hated it, or were disappointed by it. And the people who were disappointed by it all say the same thing. I was expecting more. I felt like I saw a bunch of stuff in the trailer. I got excited for it. And I see the trailers. I read all the dirt. I feel like I knew about this movie beforehand. And I had all these ideas in my head of what the movie was going to be about and how the movie was going to play out. And it didn't play out the way I thought it was going to uh, because of the fact that I thought I already knew what the movie was going to look like in my head. And because of that reason, it was disappointing for me. And that's why I say, if you're a hardcore Halloween fan, uh, avoid the goddamn trailers. Avoid the, the dirt sheets. Don't read anything about it. Just go into it, open-minded, and let it blow you away on screen. That's exactly how it's got to play out. And I'm doing that for the next one because, yeah, I... I highly recommend it. I wasn't... There were things in the movie that I'm like, oh, okay. But, you know, from from what they put out there, you you knew the timeline of the movie and what this was going to happen like this. And this was going to happen in the middle a lot. You know, like if I, I don't know, I feel like the internet is going to ruin movies in a way and I <laughs> yeah. can't listen. And I, and I can't say too much because I would sound like a hypocrite, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing it again. So this was a lesson learned, but yet the internet needs people like you and us and the whole group <laughs> to, you know, to just talk about this shit. And that's the yeah. thing I love about this. But yeah, man, l l like I said, and I probably won't ask you to come on the show here in a couple of weeks, just because it, it's going to be like fresh. You, you were just on here, which I would love to like talk to you like down, like, you know, sometime down the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah just let me know, man. Yeah. But know. like, but I'll definitely shoot you a message about, you know, like after the hype dies down to see, and I'll tell you, 
exactly, you know, where my thoughts are, or, or maybe, you know, a month from now we might do this. I, I don't know, but you'll definitely yeah. get, you'll definitely get a message from me and like, here's my rankings now. And this is that. And I'm very interested to see your new rankings and you better yeah. do, and you better do the 2018, uh, video too. You, you have to, you have yeah, to do it. I think, I, I think I'm going to do it now. Yeah. I think I have, no, I have I'm to. saying you have to <laughs> because you, I thought I knew everything, but talking to you, dude, you are on a whole new level of nerd <laughs> shit when it comes to this. Absolutely. And, and that's one thing I love. Um, hey man, uh, I really appreciate your time and, uh, yeah, man, no thank man. you for being on the show. And once again, if you want to tell people how, how, how they can find you, this is, this is it, man. Yeah, uh, I'm on the Instagram as Different Take Official, uh, Facebook Different Take Official. I think I'm on Letterbox as Different Take, and the uh, YouTube channel is Different Take. So, um, aka yeah. the best YouTube channel on YouTube <laughs> when it comes to your movies. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate you're, it. Yeah, you're welcome. And as always, I wish and I wish you the best of luck. You know, and just and you know, just keep on doing your thing, man. That's it. Thank you. Appreciate it, dude. All right, man. Late. All right, later.